This is The Dose, and I'm your host, Mike Schwartz. Welcome to my playground. This is the place to play, a place to spark creativity, share some laughs, and challenge everything you thought you once knew. We're going to chat with some really inspiring people, people with stories, people that move the needle forward, shake shit up, and most importantly, people that have fun. These are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things, and you can too. Everyone's a superhero. You just got to find your power. All right, welcome back to the show, guys. I am your host, Mike Schwartz. Got a doozy, an absolute doozy of a show. You know, a show so cool, we had to split it into... That didn't rhyme. Fuck. Hmm. A show so cool, we had to split it into... That's right, I've got Mr. Tom Wayne, singer-songwriter, literally a, a ninja of the spiritual side, Chakra... And I mean, he dips into just about everything. So super, super cool show uh, in store here. And why I said we had to slip it up into into two is because dude actually runs a tarot reading on me. All right. Like a full fledged, full chakra spread. Fucking crazy. It was awesome. It was so awesome. So uh, I split it up into two so that you guys get that much more because I mean it went it, we, we sat we chatted we we got right into his music we got right in he's also developing an app the guy is just like he's he's got so many things going on such a awesome energy to, to speak with too I, I always feel supercharged after uh, after hanging with Tom so without further ado let's get into part one of my chat with Mr. Tom Wayne all right folks welcome back it is me, Mike, your wonderful host of The Dose. I'm sitting down with a living legend, quite literally. This guy is a singer-songwriter. He's an educator. He's a man of many, many powers. I'm sitting down with Mr. Tom Wayne. Hello, hello, hello. So happy to be here. Thanks dude, for having me. Dude, thank you so much for making the time for this. I know it was kind of a... <laughs> We've been juggling schedules and we're both living. We just got into it off air. It's like we both had like lives that are just it's so fluid right now. I right? Yeah. It's it's I so cool, man. Well, let's let's start off with that. Like uh, who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? What get into it? What's the history of Tom? Sure. I am uh, I am Tom Wayne. I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. Um and I do a lot, so uh, yeah, I, as I as you said, I, um, I'm a singer songwriter and uh, an educator, mostly for music uh, and uh, spirituality. Uh, spiritual, I'm a baby spiritual healer, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I've tried to just uh, combine the two with um, the two kind of passions and educations of mine into my teaching as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'd love to dive in on that. I mean, I think we share a lot of the same, um, uh, I guess there's a, a lot of unity between the, uh, the mindset and the physical ability in my coaching as well. And I think that's where we connect, oh, right? Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, studio. So first, before we get into that though, dude, you seem like a pretty grateful guy. What, uh, what kind of things are you grateful for these days? Oh man, so much. Uh, can I just say like a roof over my head? Right. Water, yeah. like access to water. Yeah. Like that's pretty cool and crazy. 
Um, I have all these like plants that I'm surrounded with. Yes. <laughs> oh, and um, and the floor. <laughs> there we go. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my roommates. I'm grateful for um, the sun, the rain, the autumn. Ah, man, what a beautiful time of year. Dude. It's no, great. No doubt. You know what I'm grateful I just I just got clued in on here. I'm, I, you're going to love this. The most important question. Now, nice. this, we got to give the backstory on this. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> when, I, when I approached, remember this like a couple of years back, right? When I approached you guys at uh, Studio E, shout out to Studio. Uh, yeah. I was like, guys, how cool would it be to put together like all of the teachers? Because I was, I was in the drums <laughs> the department in the yeah. performance project. So I was like, how cool would it be if we had all the teachers lay down tracks to the Ghostbusters for Halloween? Let's just talk about how great that, like, that experience was, right? Like, how, how much uh, it was so You fun. know, can I say, when I was doing the vocals for that track, it was, I was laughing at myself because I would play it back with just my voice, and it just sounds so strange, you know? It just sounded so funny and awkward, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> It's definitely one of the tracks, like I've had that experience too. You watch like a documentary or something and they pull just the vocal tracks. One that particularly yeah. uh, comes to mind is in, I think it's in Sound City where they've got, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen that doco, but um, they've got Nirvana, like they're, they're talking to Butch Vig and they're pulling back how many tracks Kurt did of that last line, right? Like, and he's, like 14 layers and they just yeah. that and you can hear his throat bleeding like it's just so bad but uh, yeah isn't it interesting how on its own and that's a mixing thing too right it was like on yeah, its own, exactly. it sounds like junk but yeah. then put it into the mix wow it's amazing what production we can do it's crazy yeah i thought i'd bring that up because i'm sitting here drinking my my greens supplement here and I, I just picked this uh this fancy little mug to add it to the mug shots collection and i, I really thought of you yeah well i was i was I going love that so much thank you for thinking of me while you pick your mug oh man well it's it's a little it's a home in the hamilton area right so i was like exactly. oh. <laughs> that was a good time man yeah Yo, you were so you're so like yeah let's do that and i was just like really wow awesome because like I don't know if you experienced this. This kind of goes into the next little bit here, but how often do you find that people are really, really quick to put up a wall? They're just like, ah, you know, they'll find all the reasons not to do something instead of just trying something. I find that's yeah. huge and a sticking point with a lot of people trying to learn things. Have you ever come across that with, uh, with your teaching or with anything in, uh, in your professional oh, like, uh, songwriting? Huge, man. Yeah. And it's been a huge learning curve for me to like, get around teaching uh, that kind of stuff <laughs> um yeah as far as like my teaching career I've definitely had to like I've had to gain way more of a backbone than I used to as far as like being like man like how long do you want to do this for or how long do you want to like practice like not uh improve like if you don't practice you're not going to get better uh, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I do hear, uh, I hear that stuff a lot and it's a fine balance. You got to walk between pushing somebody and not pushing them over their edge, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what? maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I still have a lot of learning to do in that department too. 
Um, but yeah. I, I, I'm just really interested into it. Like what, what got you into the education side of things, both with like the, like you said, the spiritual and the health side of things, but what made you like, what, what drew you originally to educating through music? Yeah. I, you know what? I was actually going through school. I would uh, like, I was the one that uh, like would make all these study groups and I would make it really fun. I would like have all these games that we would play. We would do like a trivia night for our music like theory and that kind of stuff mm. um and i just like really enjoyed that and it seems to be like looking back on it that's always been the way it's been um where i love looking i love gaining information and i love understanding things and then bringing that into somebody else's understanding as well things just clicked uh, in a way that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love performing, but uh, teaching does something to me that, that um, I don't get out of the whole experience of performing. Don't get me wrong, I love being on stage, but I hate setting up, I don't like yeah. getting the gig. Oh, the, you know, the, the, the yeah, yeah, the business side of things, that, yeah. The process before it all, um, so I just love seeing that aha moment in people where they're like, oh yeah, okay. That really clicked for me. And I love that so much. Oh yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, uh, I do love the stage, but man, like I know the, the days of the tours. Oh, what a grind. Like that, that life. What a grind, right? And, and maybe that's where you that's where you can, we can dive into on the health side because I found like that's how I originally got into the musician specializing with it. Right. So, yeah, because I found like myself, um, I was ruined and I was a pretty fit guy and I had a good head on, you know, I, I was clear. I wasn't into any of the abuse, um, or, or like toxic relationships. I mean, yeah. we, all, we all kind of go through that for a period, but for the most, you know, I had a pretty good handle on things, but I was still really, really feeling the effects of those long nights of tour in and out and all of that schmooze and just like the expectations that are set upon us. Yeah, exactly. And, and not to mention the, like it, it does take a lot of energy throughout the day to be thinking about the gig that you have to do that night. Right. And nobody really thinks about how much energy that actually takes away from you. Um, yeah, so it's like, uh, it's little things like that, that, uh, I don't think people really realize actually do suck a lot of energy out. Um, but as you were saying, um, with like, um, getting, getting the gigs and, and going out, um, I would say it's, yeah, I would say it's, um, it takes a lot of energy for sure. What kind of stuff do you do to, uh, to recharge yourself? Oh, to recharge for myself, I really have to eat right. Um, exercise. Um, of course, I, I, I don't think I can ever get enough. <clears throat> um, I, I kind of like to be it, like, um, as I said, I am, I'm quite introverted. So I do like to like kind of recharge on my own. Um, you know, just relax, watch some TV, learn. I do like to recharge by learning as well. 
Um, but <clears throat> also try not to worry too much. Try not to grip the wheel too hard. Because uh, I know that that life is just going and um, it's not going to be a great time if I, if I resist. That's going to take a lot of energy too. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the times where we, I find that too, like we, we spend a lot of time not going in the direction that everything is kind of pulling ourselves in. And this is, I guess, the cool part to jump off into because as you know, this season is, uh, it's geared around superheroes. I mean, such a critical, weird, strange time. How important is it to have uh, an identity of your superpower right now? Oh, I think that's so huge. I think that's, that's, that's the key. Right? Uh, because like, this is a lot of what I teach is, um, the way I see it is, is it's uh, spirituality, which I associate with purpose. And then your mental state, your emotional state and your physical state. And it's easy to align yourself if you sweep from the top down. Um, you can, of course, try to align yourself from the bottom, but it's going to be a heavier weight to push. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so if you can align yourself with a purpose, then things like going to work, like you know why you're doing it. Things like working out, you know exactly why you're doing it. <clears throat> um, things get a lot easier with, with purpose, I would say, for sure. And identifying your superpower, absolutely. Yeah, huge. And bringing your own uniqueness into the world. How is that, right? Like, what, who yeah. did, they, like did you grow up with, like, the whole superhero thing, like, with uh, like real life or comic? Did, did, who, who is your superhero? Oh, man, I've always been a Spidey. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. But I, I didn't really get into the comics or much of, like, the video games as a kid. I was kind of uh, more out in the forest, climbing a tree or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Spidey, I, I've always been a fan of Spidey for sure. Um, but are you talking in sense of like, uh, like a, not an actual superhero, but like, have a, you got an actual one? I mean, it's great. You got Spider-Man, but like, who do you, who do you lean on for, uh, for your, you know, infinite wisdom and guidance? Is there anybody that you would, uh, consider like what, who, who kind of helped morph you into, to who you are throughout your, uh, really moldable, impressionable years? Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, <laughs> I will, I will say a few things and I'm going to tell you a story. So uh, definitely my parents have been obviously huge and uh, my siblings too. Uh, of course, like obviously huge influences, um, but my grandpa is one of my best friends and um, he's totally um, kind of in alignment with who I am as well, uh, where uh, we have like discussed these, these deep conversations now, when I was a kid, I was, I was kind of a silly kid. Um, this is a little bit embarrassing, but when I was a kid, I wanted to be like my grandpa. So I was sleeping over at his house one day, and he had these silicone ear, ear, ear plugs. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so uh, these silicone earplugs, I like stuck them in my ear. <clears throat> and I guess I fucking forgot about one. Sorry, can I swear on this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah I guess I forgot about one. <laughs> it was in there for like a year. 
<laughs> yeah. It was in there for like a year and I had like ear infections after ear infections. And then finally, um, one of my doc, one of my ear doctors drilled into my ear and pulled out this gross. Oh, uh, oh. Of silicone. Yeah. So I like, I missed like probably like grade five, grade six, you know, but you know what? It caused me to be really, insular and it caused me to be really um it caused me to think think a lot in my own self right because i didn't really have anything external that that was like really grabbing me you know as far as audio things go um so yeah i spent a lot of time um <clears throat> kind of in myself in that sense uh, but definitely my family has been a huge uh, hero here on influence of mine for sure. <clears throat> I think it's just so important now, especially with like the way things are with COVID. Um, we were talking about this offline too, is how everybody has gone to a lot, a lot more, like we're making an, uh, I, I feel we're making a, a stronger effort to stay connected with those that are really, really uh, important in our lives. And I think, you know, when, when we look back on time, the way stories were passed down were generational. And now we've got so much digital media just thrown at us. We lost touch with that. So when you mentioned your grandpa's like, Oh man, me and my Opa, Oh, we are just, we're buds, right? Like we, we just get each other. Yeah, and that's so beautiful. and, and yeah. it's nice to have that because I've learned so much from just his stories and how they grew up post Germany, like, war like the war times were just crazy we think like we're making up these big deals about like not having enough toilet paper to go and we're we're fighting over that kind of junk in the in the supermarkets and meanwhile yeah. like you should hear the stories i heard when i was like 12 years old from my opa I'm like oh that's that's wow. a real battle yeah you know what i mean right like the stuff like that right exactly. yeah yeah put you things know? in perspective and that's it. And I, I mean, right now people are really, really quick to find all the negatives and they find their weaknesses. And I, I have that conversation a lot in my coaching and I'm, I feel like I'm the, the cheerleader half the time and half time the, the therapist. Um, in yeah, exactly. the spots, right. So can you relate to that? Can you, um, can you like maybe give me some perspective on like why people, if we're keeping in the superpower thing, every superpower has got a kryptonite, right? So like, what is your kryptonite? What is my kryptonite? I like there's there's a ton of things that are my kryptonite. Um, I would say the biggest thing is really staying on top of practicing what I'm preaching. Um, and like, I also have to be like kind to myself as well, because what I do teach is that balance isn't really, I don't, I don't really believe that balance is a stable state. <clears throat> and I believe that we should always strive for perfection, but never expect it. Um, so yeah, I guess um, my kryptonite is distractions, <laughs> is distractions. And I'm getting really good at noticing when I'm, when I'm getting distracted and why too. And actually Tara has been a huge, uh, a huge help in that. Cause it, um, like you see the devil card. That's, that's what that is. It's like you are being temp tempted towards something that is not in alignment with your highest good. Uh -huh. uh, 
so yeah, over the last year, uh, like for me, it's been like relationships. Right. It's like I, I dive into a relationship, even though there's like a ton of other things that I want to do, like songwrite and record and build this app and focus on my business. But my brain says, uh, you're on a new ledge there and we don't like that. So how about we throw you uh, like a um, distraction? How about you feel lonely and go look for whatever? <laughs> yeah. But over the last year, I've also realized that like, if you can realize these things, then you can switch them or, or not. But if you realize these things and you're not switching them, that's just ignorance at its finest. Yeah. Right. Very interesting. But realization is, can be liberation. Yeah. How do you, like, how do you come to that? Like, particularly with the, I think the relationship thing, cause I, I can relate and I know a lot of people that have that as a distraction, you know, the online dating world is just a very, of a volatile, volatile space yeah. for people. Well, even like Facebook or, yeah you know, like food, it can be anything. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of things do you um, first, like, what do you practice when you do like, is there something that kind of triggers you? You mentioned like you're getting really good at picking up on it. What, what is the, the first thing that you go to when you feel like, Oh, maybe I'm getting distracted. Is it, is it like what you said, Tara? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, now I can kind of like, now I don't need the tarot so much for myself. I mean, that's not true. I should be using it every day. Um, but for me, it's like, okay, like I either want to, like I have the need to log on to one of these sites uh, and I do or I don't, uh, but either way, I know why I'm doing it and I can allot myself that time or I can like just poo-poo all over my work time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's, it's uh, the, it's, yeah. So I get triggered, whatever. And then I, and then I have to ask myself if that is what I want, if that's who I want to be and who I want to be in alignment with. Uh, it's been a great one for me. Who do you want to be in alignment with? Mm. Uh, because I want to be better, you know, <clears throat> I want to, uh, grow you know and i think um now with a lot of people that that do have the that's just the way it is mentality i i do say that i mean like who do you actually want to be because it's not i mean we we do want to get better at our core i, I have to believe that mm -hmm. um so yeah i think i think i definitely get triggered and i and i'm I'm getting better at noticing it, but I think there's definitely some times where I don't and it slips through my fingers and that's totally okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, uh, it's a really, it's a really long digging out of the, the neural pathways of the brain, <laughs> you know, and it's a process. Right. Yeah. So much of it comes down to that habitual thing too. You mentioned, uh, I know you caught yourself with like, oh, I don't need to do, I don't do tarot. Oh, I should do it. Like I do that all the time. You know, I, I, 
I do share with you like the uh, ability, I believe me as a coach and me as a, a practitioner, it's very important for me to follow what I'm going to try to get other people to do to improve their lives. Exactly. If I'm, not, if I'm not leading the way, what am I? Am I authentic? I don't know. Right. Um, yeah. Can you explain um, how you got into tarot? And then for the listeners and the viewers here on the show that aren't really familiar with tarot and might sure. have different, a different view of things, you know how people can be, right? Like with, uh, they see something in the media and they don't really understand what it is. It's an immediate, oh, okay, I've made an assumption based off of that. So yeah, go into a little There's bit. Words words. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, let's go into that. Okay, sounds good. So uh, with tarot, uh, it's been about two years now. And um, I think about probably three or four years ago, I, I really got dove into uh, spirituality. So um, eventually I got into divination tools, which are um, like, just like, like, I don't know what, what um, your belief systems are, but I do believe in guides. Uh, like, and I do believe in energies at, at your base core. That's it, energies. <laughs> so we are all vibrating at an energetic frequency. And once we die, I believe that we will leave that energetic imprint behind and we'll go on. Um, but I do believe we have guides and I do believe we can connect to them for guidance, for just that. Um, whether it be like uh, ancestors or um, however you want to think of them. But for me, divination tools is just... Uh, um, me connecting my energies to the energies of those beings, whatever you want to, um, whatever you want to think about there. Um, or even the collective consciousness, even connecting to the collective consciousness, right? Uh, so I got really into that. First, I was into the pendulums. Uh, so they're just um, basically uh, stones that hang and you can... Um, you can connect to guides or you can connect to uh, your own subconscious, which is, uh, which is pretty valuable uh, sometimes because you can kind of dig into um, to the unknown of those, of your kind of shadow self. Your, your, uh, so then I got into the tarot uh, and it was just a friend's, uh, like my roommate, she's also into the uh, spiritual side of things as well. And she had a deck, so I was just kind of like playing around with her deck. Eventually got my own and over the last year or so, I've been really diving into the tarot. And instead of using it as a divination tool, I'm using it to kind of, um, describe energies that we're moving through. So instead of saying, oh, you're gonna like meet a girl or you're gonna like win the lottery, I'm not like, not about that kind of tarot reading. Um, I love to kind of like see where we're at. Oh, like, okay, like you are in this situation. What are some kind of energies that we can anchor to while we move through what we're going through? Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, tarot has been typically used as a divination tool to tell the future, um, but uh, it is it can be also used to um, to dive into energies that we're going through. Cool, man. No, that's super super cool. I I, I don't think I've ever really had an official reading or anything. Like I think I've really? 
I've played with it. Yeah, I play. I, I'm like, that'd be really cool, man. Do you do you do readings then? Yeah, so I do do professionally uh, professional readings. Uh, so me and my uh, business slash spiritual partner, we do uh, tandem readings. So basically, um, you get one reading with the both of us, yeah. and we go through like a buttload of information. She does the Celtic cross spread which basically goes through the energies that we're moving through. So the energies that we were in, energies that um, we're going into, and the energies that we're moving, or sorry, the energies we're moving out of, energies we're moving in, and energies we're moving into. Uh, and kind of what the conscious mind and subconscious mind are dealing with. And then I go into a, um, I've actually kind of created my own spread that's, um, is uh, kind of an analysis of the chakra systems. Hmm. Um, so we basically go from the root to the crown uh, and we have a, like a, um, a theme card and an anchor card. Wow, man. Yeah, because I'm, I'm all about the chakra. I just finished a, this morning. I, I just finished a chakra session. And I, we, we, we call them out of the check camp. We call them energizer sessions, right? So when I've yeah. got people that are experiencing some really, especially the low times, it's important to work through exercise, with exercise, not work out. And that was the case of most of my sessions. Because like, a lot of people are, especially with the, the way things are right now, a lot of people are experiencing turmoil in different areas of their life, and it's showing up in their physical body. And yeah, I, the first, yeah, and I go right into that energy stuff, dude. It would be so cool. Could you could you do a little tarot on me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to do like a full chakra spread? It might take oh. a little while. Uh, we we can do we can do what I might we might have to split the show into two, man. Like, what do you what do you think? What's uh what would um what would be most interesting for you? I think. Like what? I don't know how this works. I would love to give you a full spread, man. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah, sure, man. Let's. let's you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. There you Sounds go. Ah, what a tease, hey! And just like that, you're gonna have to stick around for part two if you want to figure out what's going on in my world. It's actually like eerily accurate, and I can't wait for you guys to hear. Because um, anybody who's kind of a, a naysayer of uh, the power of the energy and the, the, the universe, I mean, this will tell you a whole lot. So stay tuned for part two of my chat with Tom Wayne. Till then, y'all stay sweet. Peace.